Welcome to episode 82 of Not Politically Correct. What is going down? It's the homie TS, a.k.a. C-Nova. You know I gotcha. And you can find me on Twitter at C-Nova, KPZ. I didn't feel like doing my AKs because I'm kind of hungover. But yeah. Right. Eggs. Right. Right. Coffee right. eggs. It's your boy. Uh, wait, TS, where, where can you find you at, man? Again, at C-Nova, KPZ. Oh, he's or- it's CD record on everything. <laughs> All right, it's your boy. I'm also hungover, just so y'all know. It's your CD boy. Recording. Wait, CD, <laughs> CD recording. Studios and shit. Um, it's your boy, McCoy, a.k.a. Mr. What It Do, a.k.a. Young Splash God, a.k.a. Doped Up Danny, a.k.a. CD recording everything. Yeah. Moves out. John- <laughs> You can find Mang and St. Lou. Hey, this is going to be called the hungover episode because half of the pod is... Right. So this part two? Because I thought we had one before. Shit. Oh, we do. We have one. We're super hot. Anyways, just find me on Twitter at Rimacore KPZ. Cody, CD record on everything. Can't spell me without you and I. Russell. Oh, is it my turn? Hi, I'm Cody. Oh, Russell? Yeah, Russell. Oh, all right. I didn't know if Cody had said anything. I don't know. <laughs> Everybody, anyway, CD record mm. and shit. Um, Russell, CD record and everything. <laughs> <laughs> all right. If you can't find me, then uh, I'm going to spell CD record correct. <laughs> Dude, put the I in They're going to be like, record. I thought Russell was really Where can smart. Where they find us? Right. They're going to be like, I thought Russell was really smart. I emailed him and he sounds like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they they definitely misspelled the CD record if they're trying to find Russ, because to find Russ, it would be (laughs) S-E-E-D-E-I-G-H. U-N-I-T-Y. Right. With a silent plaid. (laughs) Right, exactly. Super complicated way to spell CD record on everything. But it only works on an ergonomic keyboard. Right, exactly on what, though? All that semicolon and shit. Um, HTTP backslash um, tic-tac-toe sign right tic-tac what is that what is that is that like the wait pound, pound, pound sign? sign okay got it I'm like it's a tic-tac-toe board he's never played tic-tac-toe he walks around as a kid be like you guys want to play pound <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the X's what is that? I'll be the slanted plus signs <laughs> Uh, <laughs> 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 all right, bro. Well, fuck all that. Listen. <laughs> all right, so we on Facebook too, bro. Y'all can uh. <laughs> it's CD recording everything. Right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we are on Facebook. <laughs> we have a group. We have a group called Not Politically Correct that you can uh. Join, be a part of the, the family lab. reunion. You can like, you can like the Facebook page at not at NPC Podcast. We on Twitter at not PC Podcast. And anywhere That's that you CD roller for our admin is my mama. <laughs> Dog, and anywhere that you can listen to shit on, man, that can be a record and everything. That can, you can Find us on the new God Depression app. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh god they call it xanax so we're gonna go uh soundcloud podcast app spotify spreaker google play everything but title um which is ironic because they're the, the black one um i'm still trying to talk to jay-z about that all right exactly get it get a hold of snowman man 
Uh, but if you Google us or, or, or search us on any of those... <laughs> no snowflakes. Pla- <laughs> those platforms, <laughs> and not politically correct, will come up, we'll talk. Uh, well, we'll come up, we'll talk to you once you press play. And then you can actually like comment, <laughs> like us, you know, leave, tell us if we're good, great, bad. We won't give a fuck, I promise you. But you can talk to us about us. So, and that makes you people on the internet feel so great. So go ahead and do that. Thumbs up. Mm-hmm. TS? All right, wait. Actually, the short episode. Yeah, if you wanted to skip the whole episode, my boy, just say that. Yeah. record on every Pause. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but if CD Record did put um if he did put his notes on sports, I would not mind co-anchoring that again. That was fun. Dude, I'm definitely next time I don't have a one that was a big day of a lot of sports news, but that was very entertaining listening to. <laughs> Stanley Cup for ha- wait, what? Oh, sorry. I thought that the Stanley Cup was soccer. Anyways. <laughs> wait, LBJ isn't Lyndon B. Johnson? Huh. Dude, we, that was that was actually really fun. That was that was hilarious. <laughs> Next week, I got my homework for myself. Okay, yes, yeah, speak of sports. All right. Wait, 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 wait. Good Thursday. Thank you. Oh, put that somewhere. We need that in one of our clips in the beginning or some shit. We need that. <laughs> that was awesome. It was. I was like, I'll come back out in five minutes. You do that. All right. <clears throat> so, yeah. It's five minutes. Day. Count to 5,000. <laughs> How many you... seconds do you think are in a minute? Right? <laughs> right? I was like, what the fuck? I was like, uh, that's 99 not... seconds, one minute. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the Los Angeles Lakers in Lebron Jimmy's, the king. <laughs> Lebron Jimmy's. Sorry. They won the fifth game. I wish they would have won that Friday, but we're, uh, Sunday they won. Um, against the Heat and LeBron James took the award for the Finals MVP. Um, he is a four-time winner of Finals MVP, which I didn't know that because he, that's his fourth championship. So each time he won championship, he got the uh, Finals MVP. That's pretty cool. Um, he is the first player to, in NBA history to win a Finals MVP with three different franchises. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, like, why does he keep switching teams? Or is it that the teams can't afford him anymore? Or he gets bored with the teams? Or why did, Why does he keep switching this teams? This is going on right along with the Brett Favre stuff that I'm just going to cut out whenever you bring him. Anyway. It's <laughs> <laughs> a legitimate question, isn't it? Why does he keep switching teams? Okay, so first, I mean, where do you want to go? There was, so. there was the decision... <laughs> And that was when he first went to the Heat, and that was because he kept trying to bring the um, the Cavaliers to the finals, and win, and uh, they weren't winning the championships. Which I was like, at the time, I was like, "Come on, you're almost there. Don't give up." Blah, blah, blah. But that's when he had the um, Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, and they were just taking over. Um, people were saying that, "Oh, you're just getting a super team ready and stuff like that." Which I mean, it's kind of not wrong, but. Then he went back to Cleveland, and then he got a championship for Cleveland. So that was kind of cool. It's like, hey, we can do it. I mean, he did kind of try to make a super team in Cleveland. Um, 
But I feel like it used to be kind of like a, and I don't know if it's like a myth, rumor, whatever you want to call it, um, or if it's accurate, him just trying to go to different teams or build a super team kind of thing. Now I just feel like it's more of just like we got good players. Like, yeah, we're going to get rid of, like any team does, get rid of bad players and get good players, but we're like get our players better, stuff like that. But they've been really working on, like building their team up too, like their players that they do have too. Like they got um, Anthony Davis was like their biggest player that they didn't have last year that they have this year. Right, right. But like everyone else is pretty. I mean, Rajon Rondo is just killing it this year. I so think he was switching teams because he didn't care for the team that he was on. He would get tired of not winning championships with whatever I mean, team he was on at the time, and then he'd bounce. I can't speak for him. Um, I wish I could moves. speak to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because he, people in the class didn't have the the ability he, to negotiate their their contract like that or to build their own team is not his fault. But he's everybody a businessman, not a businessman. Let him handle his business. Damn. But listen, Damn. But wait. Yeah. But listen. I think I don't like to say like LeBron James is a fucking team high. like because I think when you talk about like that it that's more of a KD KD, KD thing for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um but I think LeBron James he spent 7 years his first 7 years in the league in Cleveland and he made yeah. he, he made that team Cleveland Cavaliers were never important ever. And and ever. you didn't know anybody really in, except for his name. Exactly. Like he he was the team. He he. But, and he took- but not only that, like, you, it's funny how we attribute it, like you said, to LeBron instead of KD. Because like, what is like one or two years of KD's gone? Um, he just moves on to the next. Yeah. Like, I'm finna jump with them because they winning. Um, LeBron didn't necessarily. <laughs> LeBron do that. like he went moves to in that weren't winning and brought them to the playoffs yeah. and. He actually won a couple championships with those yes. teams. Yes. So can um, we say yeah. then that it's LeBron is like building a home for this team that he goes to and then gets them a championship trophy and then he'll go to a different, you know, set up camp there and then get them a trophy. So it's not like bouncing team to team, but it's like solidifying like. He's you know, re- reinventing the franchise and building it up. Yeah. Because after he leaves, it's not like the team is terrible again. Right. Um, well, they actually have decent players for the most part. They just have yeah. to learn to really work together, and it's like you can't just always continue to lean on one person. Um, that's the the adverse thing that I'd say about um, Jordan. Honestly, um, yes, he you know he encompasses all these things, um, but you got to admit that when the when when it comes down to it, everybody is leaning and depending on him. Um, when the going gets tough, the tough gets going. Uh, a lot of people can talk a lot of stuff about LeBron now, but you was second fiddle to like one of the greatest in the league, you know, in in history. Right. Um, and your accomplishments don't necessarily measure up to what LeBron's did. Like, yeah, you're a dope player. Yeah, you're your household name, but it's because of Jordan. You know what I mean? Well, well, <laughs> well at the same, I wouldn't necessarily 100% agree on that, but at the same time, I wanted to bring in like uh, their um, basketball IQ to it like they're teaching like they're leaving the team but they're, they're leaving their knowledge with that team too mm-hmm. and like they've gained a lot more too but i feel like um mike like had to go through stuff and a lot of learning like he was oh, great yeah. and then learned a lot like the uh 
um, <coughs> like McCoy, you probably know from watching that uh, documentary series thing, that triangle system, you know, and that was something from that one coach, I forget his name, but like Mike took that into consideration too. And like what, like actually like Russ, you saying in the past episodes, like passing the ball, like actually giving it, mm-hmm. I know that player is good at doing what he does in this spot. So if he's there, I'm going to give it to him so he can do like, not just ah, pass me the ball all the time. That's only right. like 99% of the time. <laughs> Man, I, um, I do just really quick to touch on the Scotty Pippen thing. Now, that's, that's funny. Uh, Scotty Pippen is a household name because he won with Jordan, but I think Scotty Pippen doesn't get, of course his, uh, think about this. <clears throat> If Jordan is the the person on the team, the leader, quote unquote, of the team, it's gonna mm-hmm. be hard for a person like Scottie Pippen to to win Finals MVP. You dig what I'm saying? It's gonna be hard for. Horace a person. Grant was the team. No, <laughs> Steve Kerr, of course. Um, Tony Kukoc. I I you don't. It's gonna be hard. <laughs> be like think about even this a uh, championship or, or or series we just saw. LeBron James is the name, but. Do you not think that maybe AD could have gotten Finals MVP? Do you don't? I'm saying, do you think he didn't deserve? I, maybe. I don't know the the decision or qualifications why they chose LeBron. I don't know if it was like what he all been through and stuff like that. But AD was like, I was kind of, I was happy for LeBron. I was kind of surprised that it wasn't AD though. Right, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. What's AD stand for? Anthony, Anthony Davis. Davis. Not okay, after thanks. death. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's what, what I'm saying. So like the Scottie Pippen, like just 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 um kind of harping on what Russ had said. Like I feel like Scottie Pippen can talk his shit because of on paper LeBron James is one of the uh, on paper LeBron James is probably the greatest basketball player in history. On paper, honestly, if we're talking about if we're talking about accolades and like you know awards and shit, LeBron James has beaten has beaten so many. He's on the he's on the like on the top of so many lists in terms of, you know, what he's done. But, yeah, but, but I don't think that that makes him a lot of people often. And I was just watching something about this the other day. They have the, who's the, who's the greatest after Jordan, Kobe or LeBron. And a lot of people be saying like Kobe because of the way he played and shit. I think LeBron on paper even has more accolades than Kobe. If we're, if, I'm, and I'm just talking. You know, I'm, I'm, at, at the same time, it's like it's a whole lot of different fields and categories. It's like asking a fish to climb a tree type of thing. You know, of course, the monkey's gonna be better. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Um, you never heard the, of that? It's the explanation um, of how the education system's set up. If you judge a fish's character by how well he can climb a tree, he'll always think he's dumb, and yeah. that's that's where that comes from. Um, it's usually lined up as far as like there's a monkey, there's an elephant, there's a fish, and some other animals, and then they kind of fault the fish for not being able to climb a tree. Um, <clears throat> he's basically saying that you can't compare. It's like apples and oranges. You can't compare the two. Um, uh, but yeah, I was gonna say a little dicky said, "Why can't you? Why can't fruit be compared?" <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, I, but in a category I, of apples, you can't compare them to oranges. Why can't we compare? They're both fruit. LeBron to <laughs> Kobe or. Jordan, Why? because the leagues. Okay, so the league, how the league used to be with Jordan, is a lot more Spartan based. There's a lot of things that have changed over the years. Rules, um, how how everything is counted, the new categories and things of that nature. So on paper, you can't compare them to each other because of their stats. Um, okay. 
And honestly, LeBron comes out on top a lot of the time because of those stats. Um, However, as far as contribution to the game, that's what kind of separates them into their different categories. Um, LeBron is amazing outside of the NBA more so than these other two, honestly. I mean, it's just... How can we say that if... He, the fact that Cody had brought up that he's the only NBA player in history to win a championship with three different franchises. No, it was a NBA. Okay, NBA uh, Finals MVP. Yeah, and okay, but we were still talking about how what he did win the MVP with three different franchises or whatever. Uh, he's been to multiple team with multiple teams, and almost every team that he's been on has gone to the uh, finals. Is that is that right? Yes. Okay. Oh, that's um, true. Yeah. Yeah. And before he joined whatever team, that team probably wasn't hitting the finals. So we would attribute their uh, success to LeBron joining, right? So how can we say mm-hmm. that he's not contributing anything to the to the league or the NBA? But if, I didn't say um, that. I said his his uh, his uh, his um, achievements. His cycles. Far, it's like oh, shit. outside of the outside of the NBA, far um, uh, like outclass what he does in the league. Yes, he does great things in the league, and I said as far as stats, yes, he over he he's over those two as far as stats. Uh, but it is like I said again, a different game. This is honestly a softer game, a much softer game. Um, it's not the same gladiator type game that Jordan played and to a lesser extent. Uh, extent um kobe played um you just can't argue that fact if Mm -hmm. lebron played back when jordan played he would probably be on the bench whether it be for injury or for just lack of of minutes because of how but i don't think lebron would have adapted to i I don't think he would have been able so so here's where i look at it the first half is lebron's career not Lyndon B. Johnson's. Um, he <laughs> was a great president. Everyone joked and called him a flapper, right? Right, yeah. Yeah. And that was really like, I don't know, probably uh, 2009 to 2014-ish around there. Um, but Just the we don't see him doing that now. Like, Shit. He's a lot beefier now. He just tackles players through to get to the hoop. Like he adapts, he's strong. He's looking at more about like how can I win, not by like being good, not just like how can I twist the rules around from in my favor kind of thing too. I feel like if if we take like today's LeBron and put him into the '80s '90s NBA, like that's something to be reckoned with. But if you did like younger LeBron, I wouldn't necessarily say or guarantee he'd be on the bench. But we don't know. That's not something we can really, you know, say for facts. It's, you know, hasn't yeah, happened. because it's it it hasn't happened. But I believe that um, a good athlete is a good athlete, and it doesn't matter what the arena is. If that athlete is a true athlete, they will be able to figure out the game according to whatever rules are applied, and will still perform just as good as. They normally would. You know what? Adaptation you know what? and cycles. That's actually that's actually real as a motherfucker when it comes to LeBron James because he uh, he used to play football in high school as well. LeBron could have actually gone and he, either and he way. He had an interview for, with the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, LeBron could have actually been in the NFL right now. So he is an athlete's athlete. So so yeah, you know what? I I, I, 
I agree with uh, what TS say. A, a true athlete. And is I still disagree. Out. After watching that Chicago with Utah Jazz game, <laughs> that nigga was not gonna be on the floor, and I'm telling you that now. As far as the elbows as Jordan took to the face, to the yeah, neck, oh, yeah. to the chest, yeah. LeBron would not be on the floor. Yeah, Clemson. yeah, no, they did. They, they they got they they got in his ass. Malone and them got in yeah, his they ass. They was beating Jordan ass up. Well, they like, they were damn hand on his face, pulling him down. Like seriously, yeah, it was, it was Dude, some yeah. WWF shit so. going on that day. <laughs> That's what I'm I saying. Think you, I think he would have just adapted. Like I think he would have. Jordan had to. Adapted to the bench. I think Jordan like, was great looks, in that. Know, like, he run over small people, but running into Carl Malone, he was he was not big going the... to leave that game uh, healthy. Running into Shaq when Shaq used to dominate, he is not going to overpower Shaq because they're going to put him as a big man or a power forward. He's not going to overpower Shaq. And then you had the Twin Towers. Are you serious? Like, <laughs> do y'all not know he basketball? Fought against in the Afghanistan? No. <laughs> no. Um, okay. So, but we have said that LeBron adapts, right? So you agree with that, right? Okay. So Michael adapted because he couldn't beat the Pistons. Oh, so yeah. So you put yeah. on 15 he, pounds yeah. of muscle. So why yeah. can't LeBron adapt if he played in the 80s and 90s? That's, that, that is, again, a very valid point, low-key. Or well, if we were if you can't see it right say... now, but I'm dropping the mic. <laughs> not not the Jordan. Not that one. Not, not... <laughs> well, if we reverse it and say LeBron, uh, instead of imagining LeBron in the 80s and 90s, would somebody like Michael be able to survive they, in today's game? I don't believe so. And that's 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 why I you know it's a balanced thing. I don't think Jordan could adapt to this current game. Because he'd be it's too a aggressive. different game. Yeah, he'd be too aggressive. He'd be getting called for fouls and all types of shit. Like Yeah, and uh, as much as they should talk back then, yeah, I don't think it's possible. <laughs> yeah, I think initially you're right, he probably would foul out. But he's an athlete, and he's a star athlete. He would figure out how to finesse the game just like uh, today's LeBron knows how to finesse the he, game. He played tough because that's what the game was, tough. He, but it's not like he came in saying, I'm going to play tough, and he didn't know that everyone else was and stuff like that. It was, yeah. I mean, and they have the Jordan rule where, like, the refs were in his favor, or, like, he would tell the ref, like, you didn't call that, and they're like, that's right, I'm sorry, like, you were right, I'll keep an eye on that next time. Like, they... He would say, that's a penalty or, you know, foul. And they'd be like, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll get on that. And, like, that's the Jordan rule. He, like, was the refs. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Breathe on him. That's what, that's what uh, LeBron does, too, though. Funny, because he'd be like, man, you, you ain't see, like, he, uh, he'll do a lot of that. Yeah. Like, so there, that was actually during this, this playoffs. He's like, he touched the ball. He touched the ball. And they, like, did the replay. And, uh, yeah. Damn. It wasn't out on him. It was quite entertaining because there's no fans so you can just hear him yelling at the ref clear as day <laughs> this well, nba 2k noise all the time under the assumption that these athletes can adapt to their environment i would say that lebron is the best in the league period i think he's better than uh jordan and kobe just from the is he or paper. jay-z huh is he or jay-z uh, well yeah i guess because of the facts that you presented, Ew. Um, <laughs> because of the facts that you presented, LeBron would be better than Kobe and uh, Jordan. Man, oh. no, I'm, I'm not going to ask. Well, first of, all, of the NBA to you. First, um, I was going to say. First of all, if he if he's if he's the Jay Z, he can't be the best. <clears throat> so that <clears throat> that must mean Kobe's not. Tyler, Tyler Hero is the Eminem of the NBA. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> damn near though. Damn near. <laughs> damn near. No, so, actually, so. that would have been either like. 
Steve. That would actually be Steve no, Nash. Jason Williams. Jason Williams. I no, I think it's Steve Nash, dog. Steve Nash was on fucking Rap City, bro. Like Steve, Steve Nash. Is that why he's Eminem? No, no, wait, no, 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 no. What? Steve Nash had like this whole like. Steve Nash was the white boy that came through with like this whole like goddamn hip hop like error, uh, uh, like hip hop. Steve Nash would have been kind of way too witty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, I love Steve Nash. Anyway, so no, like he, with like the he, Lakers win, the they tie the Celtics for 17 titles. Um, that's pretty cool. And speaking of titles, I think there's a, uh, title of an album called, uh, New Beginnings. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rock Lobster. Transition. <laughs> this transition was brought to you by PowerPoint. There we go. <laughs> so, Next so, so. slide. <laughs> All righty. Well, thank you, Cody, for that, uh, wonderful, uh, you know, uh, assist, if you will, since we were talking about sports. Um, ah, speaking of sports. <laughs> so, two years ago, two years ago, Top Dog Entertainment, which is a home of amazing artists like uh, Kendrick Lamar, Ab Soul, Schoolboy Q, J-Rock, and more, they signed another Carson, California rapper, Reason. Okay? And like most, he had to wait his turn to get off the bench because that's kind of the whole cycle at TDE. They're not going to put you out to you, to, to, to you ready. You're not just going to drop just because you own the team. They're going to make sure that you that, you know, good with your shit with what you do when you drop. So, um, he gives us this album called new beginnings. This is his debut major debut album. Um, and I just want to know, how does it fall into the fray of other like great top dog releases and other overall music and rap album releases this year? So I'm going to offer the floor to first Cody. I want to know what you and everything. Right. I want to know what you think, and then we can go to Russ and TS, and y'all y'all tell me what y'all think about the album. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> I only listen to track four. So I, first of all, is he he is the guy in uh, that Lambo truck song? Yes, he um, is. Yes, he okay, is. Okay. So. So I got a lot of from listening to Return of the Dreamers three, yep. Revenge of the Dreamers three, mm-hmm. uh, Revenge of the Sith. I don't know. Um, <laughs> they're, they're, I saw. I mean, I heard a lot of <clears throat> stuff like that reminded me from that um, in New Beginning. Um, there was a lot of like a lot of TV, TDE influences. I mean, I heard like influences from him, from Q, from Kendrick. You know, there's a lot of. Um, smoother stuff too like the last half of the album was kind of the album the mapping to me of the album kind of reminded me of Revenge of the Dreamers 3 where it was like the beginning of it kind of went a little harder mm. like it go, it go hell hard homie uh, and then <laughs> <laughs> and then halfway the, the last half is like more of like a smooth like mellow chill vibe which I really I, I enjoyed a lot more that smoother stuff but he did do his um, as you say, his thug thing, thug and sizzle. Um, I actually, yeah. said, yes, I actually have that written down somewhere. But go ahead. <laughs> so yeah, with two Z's, mama. Um, <laughs> but there's a uh, yeah. He was really good with his wordplay and like uh, metaphors and connecting things. It was really clever too. So I enjoyed it. But um, I also was like, how much of it is influential? How much of it is like you know? I want to show you guys what I can do, but I'm like taking things 
from you because like, like I said I don't know if it was like he just liked these people a lot or that he was using what they did a lot and there was a lot of it was like a ton of features like it was a TDE I mean I think was Rhapsody on there too it sounded like she most definitely was yeah on and then uh, you feel me and uh, yeah I, no because quarantine um, Kendrick who had his ad libs on there and Q and and more by now, and you'll get a second feature for free. And that is all CD recording everything. <laughs> okay, well, um, I thought it was a dope compilation album. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was I, I think everybody on TD did their thing. It was nice that... Um, but they had a team <laughs> album. Yeah, it was nice that Reason was included on his album. That was dope. <laughs> That was dope. Oh. That was dope. That was that was the shit on what, bro? <laughs> <laughs> he got to be on that motherfucker. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I'm with uh, Cody on this. It was it was a nice little compilation album. It was smooth to listen to. He he's straight. I'm saying like uh, I feel like in um, okay he shined all the way up until Absol said anything. After that, it was like. <laughs> Damn! Why? I respect that though. I can respect. we listen to an Absol album now? We can go back to Control System if you ever you say the word. Y'all want to do an overview? We can we 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 can break that motherfucker down. We can break that motherfucker all I was the way down. To that right after that because when she said that yesterday in the group chat. Yes, My exact that. thought was, "Yo, this is smooth. I kind of like dog. I mean, it it it. The whole album seemed like something you would uh, you'd smoke to or you just chill out and vibe to. It's not a hype album." It's not a boring album. It's just the slow, chill vibe type thing. That's what I got out of the whole thing. And then Absol started rapping. I was like, what the fuck was I listening to this whole time? Why <laughs> hasn't he had more verses? Why didn't you put him on more features? He probably couldn't afford them. Right. Okay. All right. I feel it. And then Kendrick had uh, his actors. I'm like, okay, K-Dot's about to spit too. So Reason is really about to look stupid. Oh, these are just ad libs. Okay. All right. I feel that. Okay, cool, cool. Well, overall, decent album, at best, decent album. Mm, okay, all right. How many chopsticks? <laughs> How many wontons? I, I give it at least six pairs of chopsticks. Six oh, pairs. so that's twelve. So that's, that's twelve, 12 out, of out of ten. Okay, wow. cool. <laughs> chopsticks coming in pair. Okay, I already feel it. <laughs> Russ. All right. Ah, uh, um, yeah. Uh, that's cool. How many Bibles? Right. Um, <laughs> can't get Bibles for rap. No, all right. Um, so, um, yeah, um I, I, I really, I really thought this. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm not so everything. Um, Kanye West needs to stop doing things. All right. Um, <laughs> so, I, uh, I really like this, uh, this album actually. Um, I thought it was a real, um, like TSS smooth album. Um, I could really see myself just riding around listening to it. It was, it was really dope. Um, I like the first song. The first song really hit me with um, uh, this statement he said, or I guess it's a question more so, that he stated uh, a couple times that really got my attention, really got me thinking. It actually added to uh, the next section. So that's really dope. Um, I liked a lot of the songs to hear. I think um, musically and from a composer type of uh 
standpoint. Um, Fall was like my favorite um, in that regard, but there was there was a bunch of here that I, I like. Of course, you know I, I fucked with Abso. Uh, he's one of my favorite rappers, so it's that very was abstract. Great, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, Abso. Um, <laughs> Windows Cry, uh, Westside, uh, Extinct. I was trying to figure out who was actually rapping because the the styles are so different, but. Um, yeah, there's there's some 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 real influence in there from um, Katie, of course, uh, from a couple other cats. Um, I actually heard, um, and on a couple of these tracks, I thought it was like J Cole because of the rap style. Oh, yeah. um, I know it wasn't him, but like how to, how he is his uh, cadence were and the word choice and stuff like that. So yeah, it was. I thought it was a really dope uh, album. Okay, what would you give it? Um. I think I'd probably give it... How many commandments? <laughs> How many bus stops? How many bus stops? How many children are you running over? I'd say I can confidently give it an eight. Okay. All righty. And Cody, what did you say you were going to give it? I didn't. What are you giving it? How many... How many... Oh, okay. Um... What do you have? How many banjo strings? Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Oh, I was gonna say gene. Okay, that that's clever. Thank you. Um, How many chromosomes? Held with a high regard until you said chromosomes. Thanks. Um, okay, eight. Okay. All right. All right. So I'm gonna start with, with production here. Um, show stop. That yeah. this fucking beat, dog. It's so late. Like the laid back vibe sound like a snake just moving over a drum machine. Like, the, the whole shit felt like some smooth-ass shit. Like, no bullshit. This beat is fucking, like, hypnotizing. And it sucks you into, the like, the layer ba- like bounce. It has, like, a sinister, like, vibe with it. Like, there's a synth. There's a, a bass, but it's a synth bass. If you guys, like, make beats, you, you all know what that is. Um, but there's, like, a synth mm. bass that carries it in the background. And then it has these, like, deep 808s that fall just at the right time. Like... Like, when it comes to drums, I never, when I was making beats, I never wanted to use a drum sample. I know that that's, that's yeah, very... Yeah, you... That's very... I, I knew that. I found that out the hard way. Like, I tried to do that, and you're like, you know, you make nah, your own. Let's like you beat, beat, I, like, I always like to beat down my own drums, and this is fucking why. The way these drums fall, there's a, there's a swing to it. There's a whole, like... Like, I'm telling you, this is probably one of my favorite drum... Just, just I'm not saying favorite beats, but just drum patterns. Like, it, it's perfect, and it, it bounces right falls perfectly with the bass too so show stop is cold because it, the way you can rap to it which he does allows you to let the beat breathe like the beat breathe you can say shit fall back bounce come in say shit fall back like it's so dope it's so perfect fall fall this beat is so subtle but amazing it is nothing but like a basic jazz lounge kick and hi-hat that always almost leading up to something but the simple keys and the slight like there's like a warp synth that comes in that peaks in like every fourth bar it's something like it's like some of the most melodic shit like he can and he does he does and talks a lot of important shit on this record Mm -hmm. but the beat selection allows the record to make so much more sense like like his beat selection uh, he need to work with Nas some shit like, cause like, he chooses the best beats. They and whoever, mm-hmm. and you know TDE for the most part they have an in house crew, Digiphonics. Um, um, you know, and that, that's kind of like shifted over the years. You know, a lot of times they'll go now. You know, Schoolboy Q will go work with 
other producers and shit like that, or you know, they'll step outside the box. But they they're in house, you know, Soundwave, Tay Beats, uh, 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 Dave Free, all them motherfuckers been you know doing they shit for them for a decade. You know, some of the best shit that you've seen Kendrick and shit like rap to and shit, all that shit be them motherfuckers. So, um, yeah, they I don't know who made this beat, but it made me want to look it up uh, because that that is a amazing beat. Um, but then it kind of wraps up with like the simple guitar. I love it. It's like a dark song, but it feels like sun, and that's amazing music to me. Like it, like the the beat is dark, but feel it still makes me feel like I want to ride around on a sunny day and listen to it. Like that's crazy. Look it up. The drums, on, the drum pattern on this motherfucker is rapid but bouncy the whole time. There's a funky ass bass too. Um, the bass kind of carries this song the whole way through, and then it picks up at the right times. I like like the xylophone zenth like uh, notes that laces uh, the deep grooves. It just has a bounce to it, and it's a good choice for his first single. Uh, Production-wise, these are just some of the some of the highlights here. Best songs. Okay, first of all, st stories I forgot. This is just so fucking well delivered, bro. This is what I like in my rap, bro. Like the grimy voice switch that carries the personality in the song. Jay Z used to say, since we like Jay Z, right? Yes. Jay Z used to say, <laughs> it's not always what you say. But how you say how it. How you say it. Exactly. That's this song. That, that last... Even like he coined that phrase. <laughs> that... Oh, shit. Well, hey. He, he, they made it a hot line. He made it a hot... Hotter line. He also so, said, <laughs> working hard or hardly working. <laughs> um, but I'm finna... Uh, just, just so y'all know, uh, this section is gonna be... This, the song section, I'm gonna be quoting a lot more. Uh, it's gonna be damn near full verses, so bear with me. This is for the people. It's not... They need to hear this. Um, so that last verse on that song, um, he's talking about like how his, uh, his homie got shot or whatever. And then that comes back on him and he says, I did that, did that to my little homie. It was hard to face that. Had to tell his mom that, that they caught that nigga while they were searching for me. Now she praying her hurt for me, popping pills to numb to see, too numb to see, drinking liquor, smoking weed, hoping they don't come for me. Nah. And it, with, with the way he's saying this, his voice is getting grimier and grimier. He's like. Nah, I hope they come for me so <clears throat> so I can see some vengeance. Chopper spitting, load the clipping, pop his brother, pop his infant. Like the way he, the way he transforms as he's saying the verse is so fucking raw. The whole shit is cold, bro. The whole shit is cold. Um, so I just look, I that that is the song. Like the first song in the album is a slow, it's, it's a nice intro, and then he goes straight into the stories I forgot, and I'm riding around just like this, that shit, uh, pop shit. Him and like he and Schoolboy Q, they both really did they thug thizzle <laughs> on this one. I like I like how Reason showed up with the uh, uh, weight high <clears throat> weight highest planes. My stack rides. Let's be honest. I was balling way before the Bucks. Feel like Giannis horrible. Giannis out of Takumpo. These niggas is too slow. Find me a find me a new loophole competition. I've been taking care of niggas. It's a group home. <laughs> this nigga cold, bro. He said Stacks been getting yeah. money spitting crack in the in the inner cities. Rap game had to stick my foot in like any meeny mighty mo to you niggas. Feel like a goat to you niggas. Also known as the prince of the lime mo that's a place in Carlson where actually Absol is from too. So then they from the same, you know, little area. But he then... definitely got his shit off. I mm -hmm. I knew I was gonna be impressed with the rest of that verse just because he meant it, he mentioned um Giannis. He, he didn't just rhyme something with Giannis. Well, he did, though. He, he tried to... Giannis, <laughs> now. Yo, he said Antetokounmpo. That's just a whole thing in itself. Right, exactly. And then to make a rhyme scheme off of that last name was like, alright, okay. 
Right. Oh, he's trying to snap. I feel that. All right, right, right. That's an, his, his, his Breezen's pin game is nice. Uh, TD has has this thing about choosing motherfuckers that can rap. Even if you don't like Schoolboy Q, he even get because I'm gonna say some shit from him. He even gets his shit off it from time to time. Schoolboy Q is one of those rappers that can stretch words and does a lot with his voice. But when Schoolboy, if the Blank Face album, if you guys haven't heard that, mm. that's the one where Schoolboy really gets his rapping shit on. Um, but Schoolboy Q comes through and shows his like new age crip groove. Shit, he says, "Die for my block, rise, <clears throat> die for my block, rising that pop." Led to the off dead in the box, storming my bop. <laughs> storming my, this nigga dog. Um, in a jet, on a jet. All right, he said, God, God in my rack, <laughs> shell, God in my rack, shells on that ass, and I know it. How dare you nigga speak on my name and name glowing? Jump up with that big, with that big boy thing, that gun smoking. <laughs> what's back seating? Uh, what's back seating when Loken was no gimme? Now Benji, hey, and I'm boo face, baby. I'm greedy. Keep eating, keep eating, uh, chef boy groovy while y'all sleeping. Yo, the new face, hey, like he just, the way he bounces, the way he bounces reminds me of some Snoop shit. The way he says this shit, like nine years in and still peaking, let's go for 10, uh, belt snugging, he got him M's, uh, like it's some, it's some Snoop Dogg shit, but new age. It's like that, I don't know, niggas that like join the Crips rapping a certain way, but the whole way he, the whole, the <laughs> whole, they're not from the same part. Like the whole, the whole, the way he getting the shit off, he even he keeps going, he's like, Bims, Bims, <laughs> Bims, Rims, Rub, Big Bank, that main shooter, uh. The house, tulips, palm trees, the crib, Cuba. It's so... Schoolboy was fucking trying to get off, bro. The whole shit, dog. He said the ox banded black forces, the crushed land, and the gun told her one dream to win solo. Like, bro, this nigga was in, fuck, in fucking mode. Whole song. And this reason has a... Had a way. Whole time of picking best fucking features. Y'all motherfuckers talking about... Did, 20, you, 20, did you hear um, a couple of months ago, maybe, that uh, Gorilla's Schoolboy Q son... That who? Oh no, no, no! I had, I know that he made one with them, but I had. And there's a music, there's a music video that goes along with it too, and it's kind of cool. You should check it out. Mm. I'm, I've been meaning to do that, Loki. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. Um. So, and that's just that song. Uh, let me see. And then we got uh, Showstop, bro. Okay, so yeah. so we something here happens that happens in TDE a lot. Where they use each other's ad libs or use their voice j- to come say simple shit. It's funny that y'all joked about him not being able to afford Kendrick, but a lot of times they keep Kendrick off of shit because they don't want him to. People touch, overtake. People touch shit because it's Kendrick, but a lot of times Kendrick don't even have the best verse in certain songs. But they pay That's attention true. to they pay attention to it because it's Kendrick and TDE. As a label, I love them because they don't over. That they knew Kendrick would be good on the chorus here, and they don't even right. have him have him listed as a feature. You gonna hear, you gonna hear, but it's, we don't want you to come here because of Kendrick. We want you to come here because of reason. And they're good at they're good at doing it. And TD been doing this though, for years though. Where you hear on you hear Schoolboy Q, yak 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 man mm-hmm. down. He's not listed as a feature on there, but they but mm-hmm. but Ali, the guy who does who's been mixing their shit since they were in you know in a little studio. He knows, like, oh shit, I'm gonna drop Q. Ad- I got Q's voice. He saves their ad libs and just will drop shit. Or he'll be like, yo, you need to send this in for this song. They're fucking brilliant over there. And they knew Kendrick would sound good on here. And that bop, bro, he he added that. Wait, wait. It, uh, it wouldn't have been good if Reason had said it because Reason has a grimier voice, but Kendrick has something, a lighter voice. It's shit that he plays with his voice and it sounds well. So 
So on this song, you get uh, you know, them doing that, and I think Reason laces the verses still, um, with the whole like he says, <coughs> fuck being conscious, money and profit. I've been on dollars. I need deposits. Laced up in Prada. I've been impor- <laughs> I've been impatient, looking for statements. Cardio bracelet. I ain't had Nathan. Like it's not this nigga is just <laughs> the way he chooses to get his shit off is so perfect for each beat. Like you gotta pay, you gotta pay me. I'm gonna be rich when all the dust settles. Fan be fan be rich, and don't get and don't got pedal, and don't got a pedal. I'm sorry. Fan be rich and don't got a pedal. I can't leave when I'm where I'm from, the ghetto. Bucket bucket under leaks when it rains in the ghetto. Can't leave where I'm from. I promise. Can't I can't have chain. I can't have chain or diamonds. I cannot change bank accounts with all commas. Like he ought the the shit he's saying. You got to think about the beat and the way the beat about the like the way he's dropping these off. Like I need to wait, wait. Like the way he's giving us the flow. This is uh, this is how niggas supposed to rap, bro. You you wouldn't know how niggas should be rapping. This is it. All that other shit that the new niggas. This is you. They need to study this dog. This nigga right They're here. They're rapping like companies. Right. <laughs> like this shit. Like <laughs> rapping like companies. <laughs> dog. They need to. They need to be on this shit because this, this shit is how how it should go. Flick it up. Reason slid on that, of course, but we just hear it real quick for this asshole verse. He said, <laughs> he said I just got to give it to the people, bro. He said, <laughs> niggas was like, speak on it. <laughs> right, dog. Like, 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 Reason did it. Reason, Reason was snapping on that shit, too, though. But so, so come in. Nigga, who? Nigga, what? Your jaw just dropped, mom. Pick it up. <laughs> like, the whole, the whole shit when he goes to the finish. He said, asshole, infinity stones. End game for my enemies, yo. Pin game, yeah. incredible hawk. Big fangs, incredible bark. Like, <laughs> Bro, this nigga is nasty with this shit, bro. And it's and this is just absolute being on a party track. This is just absolute in party track form, bro. Like he and then he, he love he also does this thing where he loves to spell shit. Like mm-hmm. like top big dog on on T O P R R A P G O D. Wait, this is easy as winning the spelling be spelling the letter B A. Like dog, this nigga is fucking nasty, bro. That I like listen listen and I just like. I just like the um, I like this whole verse. I like this whole verse, but I like at the end where he says, uh, where he says, um, pick up the pace, maker. Your heart ain't strong enough. Brain ain't smart enough. Gang ain't hard enough. Dollars ain't long enough. Promise, I'm dropping the gym. You should pick it up. Like just the way you you listen to the song, just the way he comes in and he he ends that raw ass verse with that rapid like no 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 like he he laced it he laced it and 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 but again this is reason doing something good. He knew, yeah, this is some shit I gotta get so long to finish. Like he knew. He knew. Um if he knew, he should have never put soul on. <laughs> because I was right like that track, that's my favorite track off the album. Yeah, for sure. And first came on, I'm like, yo, damn, okay, okay, reason. You dog, you getting your shit off. And then Absol started talking. I was like, damn. I thought you was getting your shit off. He's this like, nigga was, getting his shit off. There was no reason for that. <laughs> Literally no reason Absolutely for that. Absolutely like, no reason. <laughs> Absolutely. Ah, oh, man. You dig? Um, <laughs> so uh, one more song I want to comment on. I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, I Actually, I'm sorry. There's two songs. <clears throat> um, <laughs> I, have, I have a lot written here, man. A lot. Uh I can make it. This song is a perfect example of, again, feature selection. Reason held his own, and he snapped, and he had a, good, a bunch of good lines here. Bunch of good lines here. Um, 
song, the, the whole vibe of the song, perfectly crafted, great production. But it's here, and I am not a huge. I, I respect, I respect motherfuckers' pin game. Rhapsody pin game is crazy. She'll out rap ton of you niggas. But I never really focus in or listen to a lot of Rhapsody. This got me ready to pick up a Rhapsody album. She's gonna be rapping like this. This her, she had to me yeah. the best feature on the album. And the damn near, damn near, and Reason got some verses on this motherfucker, but she damn near got the best verse on the album. That did she said, look, I'ma just I'ma just I'm gonna read the verse. I'm sorry, yeah, I'm gonna read the whole shit. She said, look, I can make it dance. I'd rather show my ass through all these bars and get a band. And band together with some niggas who got triggers for the clan. I'm from the South. I know that guns don't make you any more a man. But damn, protect the fam. I can make $10 turn into 10,000 grams. I can, <laughs> I can make 10,000 hours turn into two spans and generations. Reparations, they should pay us more than land. Damn. Yeah. Get your man, nigga. I can make that winner feel like summer in Iran, nigga. Loyalty is, loyalty is everything to everyone that stand with you. On a ship for natural freedom, what a, what a fucking plan will get you. Woman ditching, woman ditching because you never acting like a man with her. She's still bitter looking for a prince that got a Hilda fitter. I can make you understand the inner workings of a spitter that let, that let off like a Tommy boy, no heel figure. Heel figure. It out eventually. <laughs> it out eventually. I'm steps ahead mentally. I can make you hate the, hate the butterfly but love the centipede. Find the beauty in the struggle. That shit nigga been a breeze. I can make you see that good hair look just like them beady bees. We can make it. We can make it. ATVs on four wheels. I might get off course, but at least I ain't on the porch still. I can make it. I can make it. No matter the ordeal, indie ordeal, nigga, I'm a goat, bitch. Like, that. I can make you hate the butterfly, but love the centipede. Does he think centipedes grow into butterflies? No, it's what she's saying is things that are, we always love things that are beautiful. Things that we're scared and we're frightened of things that are ugly. Okay. Those are two different, two different, yeah, two different, two different, sense. you know what I'm saying? Two different, um, um, bugs or like what do you think caterpillars look like right exactly exactly okay (laughs) but she can you know as much as you want to find beauty in the butterfly she can make you look at the shit that you don't want to look at and find beauty. that is a fucking amazing rap verse like niggas don't that's how you rhapsody has the best verse on the album and that and that's saying a lot because reason got some very quotable shit on here reason got some i'd say absol had the best verse on the album i don't know i rhapsody came close I, I listen, I'm with you. I'm with you. Listen, if TS is riding for Abso, this is a good day. So I'm with all that shit. But <laughs> I just think that Rhapsody's verse was so concise. And it's, there was no, you know how you write a verse and anybody who's written music knows that there are lines that you're like, ah, this is maybe a throwaway line. This is maybe a line that doesn't really need to be here, but it carries it, especially on party tracks and shit. That, that verse for me was so well crafted it was so well crafted like it's it don't i don't I, I listen to that verse and i play it back sometimes like it, three times in a row sometimes i just turn on that song just, just to hear that verse three times because i'm like this is such a good verse it's such it's such good rap bro it's such a good rap it puts me in the mind of listening to some shit that nas wrote off of it was written that that's what that verse does for me so i i hats off to rapsy bro I, that whole verse is <coughs> amazing my favorite bar out of that um out of her verse is I could turn ten dollars into ten thousand grand. Right. Not because of how powerful that was, but because of how it just reminds me that music has no rules. Ten thousand ten thousand is like when you said thousand, that's grand. She was redundant in saying ten thousand grand, but it had to be said in order to fit the bar. And 
I don't know, just that line, because she had to make that shit fit, though it was redundant, it was just dope. Yep. It was, it's just yep. like you said, it's not uh, what you say, it's how you say it, and the way she laced that in there was like, okay, right. it was redundant, but I love it. Exactly. Keep doing that shit. Exactly. Shout out to Rhapsody, man. She really, man. And you guys can eat any of that marijuana weed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it was just like saying that, but she said it a lot cooler than that. Right, exactly. <laughs> Y'all got some of that hydro drove looking at. Um so last thing I want to talk about real quick, I'm gonna wrap it up. Windows Cry. This is an important um uh, this is an important song for me because as much as I highlight the features on here, this is one where reason again, there's a lot of songs where he's on here by himself. So I don't the compilation shit is funny, but there's a there's there are, there are, there. It's just like it's like half and half. A whole two of them. No, right. <laughs> Looking at like, but when he gets towards the end, the introspect, the introspective shit, um, he really is touching on shit. You know, that's close to him. It's him, um, and right. he and he's really giving you him. He says he has this this uh this verse where he's talking about his. He's really opening up about his fears about being signed, and I like that verse because he says. They got you sitting on the bench. You're going to lose your listens. You're going to hurt, hurt your fans. You're going to lose your mentions. You're trying to grow as big as Dot. You're trying to move your image. Now you got Dave pushing buttons, and he grew up with him. Dave Free and, uh, yeah. Dave Free and uh, Kendrick grew up, and he made some of the Kendrick's so best that's something that uh, confused me a little bit, because Kendrick has spoken about like his uh, appreciation for Top Dog, and um, in his songs, he's also like complained about... like about getting signed or top dog or you know so violence stuff like that and so I, that kind of confused me and now it seems like reason's doing that too like in the beginning he's showing appreciation i got signed yeah look at me now and then he's like yeah but what if uh top dog and i get in a fight and then my manager is actually yep. related to him and yep. it's like what yep he said where do you guys stand on this he <laughs> said so he said let me let me let me finish real quick he said now you got dave pushing buttons and he grew up with him what's his motives nigga can't trust him <laughs> can never trust him they make ali mix your vocals nigga without discussion this shit crazy. You so hopeless, nigga. You got top son as one of your managers, but you barely even know the nigga. And if you and top get into some shit, who we riding for? Who we sliding for? Wait, wait, they're coming. Shh, shh, let's keep it quiet, low. Can't let them know you doubting. They'll take offense and say you spoiled. Reason always pouting. And that's just part of the verse. But this verse is important because it speaks to things that I think a lot of people who get signed fear for. Kendrick, listen. Oh, there's a story of when J-Rock... In 2010, J-Rock was on the, the freshman cover. J. Cole was also on the freshman cover 2010, and J. Cole was late, and they were all waiting on J. Cole to, to start the photo process. And Kendrick, who ended up being on it a year later, because you know that, that following, that year he had got signed to Dre, nobody really knew but them, and he wasn't as big as Rock just yet. But So next year he ended up on it, but that year he was amped, and he's went into the face of, 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 of the people, you know, Vanessa Sutton or whatever, at Double XL, and he's like, "Yo, if this J Cole nigga don't come, don't come in a couple minutes, can I be on it?" And everybody was kind of looking at him like, "Nah, nah, nah, you can't." Wait, who said that? Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. Picture Kendrick Lamar, K Dot, begging to be on the Double X, you know, the cover because he's been like, "Okay, well, you know, I've been with, you know, I got it signed a year after Rock got signed, and you know, what I'm saying I, I've been doing my shit with Rock. I should be able to by this time, you know, Dre looking at me, I should be able to." You know, but he had to play the he had to play his position, sit on the bench. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think it's honest emotion in this rap that Reason said, and that's, dude, everybody on, on uh, SZA been has said, you know, they make you sit on the bench. 
Absol has not dropped the album in four years, and he and he speaks on certain shit in songs and different songs. You know, I've been waiting, trying to get up the band, all that shit. Um, mm-hmm. so I just think that this, Reason did the same type of shit in Lamborghini Truck, where they were talking about yeah. the ills of yeah, being signed and shit, and then him coming out and saying like, "Well, you robbed, you robbed top, I robbed." But I mean, if you if you if you like you know an athletic rapper, you could just you know you know uh, uh, whatever the fuck T.S. was saying earlier. Just adapt, <laughs> just adapt to yeah, being on the, adapt right? to the environment. Just adapt and get the fuck off the bench. Look at that. Animorphs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but nah. Go full circle. Huh? Go full cycle. Right, right. Full cycle. Nah, oh, 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 because we relate. Look at you lost now. Um. But no, I, I just think that the the way the song is, you know, I don't think he had any, you know, any real beef. But these are honest emotions that someone might have when you get signed to a rec- record label because you're like, you hear so many horror stories about the shit. And then for him to write it in a perfectly crafted story, wait, wait, because he says, wait, sh- they come and gotta be quiet. Sh- sh-. He knows they're gonna fucking hear this, but it's the it's the song creation. This is why this is under one of the best song categories because that's how you fucking write records, man. That's that's good shit, bro. Um, so. Overall, though, this is an amazing body of work. It's not lacking in any area to me. In fact, there are so many good records and beats like Favorite Nigga, I Love Bounce on That, Sauce with Vince Staples, which again is the perfect example of features, uh, Extinct with J.I.D. and Isaiah Rashad, and Gossip. I love that fucking song. So many good songs and beats that I could have reviewed this whole shit beat for beat and bar for fucking bar. This album is not only a good show in lyrics and music production, it's a good example of knowing what needs to happen on an album or song? Like a lot of people that I reviewed this year from uh, um, Emony or Adam, whatever his name is. Um, and Big, and, Hi, I'm Adam. Right. And Big Sean, <laughs> you know, even to the faves like Freddie Gibbs and Nas. Reason gets every song exactly where it should be, whether that's in writing or getting a feature selection or through beat and vibe. Everything has its place. This for me is what an album is supposed to sound like. This, my brethren, is my, oh, first, no. is my first 10. Are you... Oh, what? Yep. I don't get it. I don't get it. I this is get it. this is my first 10. And I'm going to tell you why, though. All this shit is on here is perfect. And I'm going to come back to it. You guys call me one, Gene. Wow. I'm going to... Listen, listen. Listen, y'all can like... Y'all can listen. Y'all can like Big Sean as much as you... I, and I love that. I love King's Disease. But I can feel King's Disease. I'm not going to keep... I'm going to pull it out. You know, it's a Nas album. I'm going to pull that motherfucker out at all the, at often. Eventually, maybe next year and shit. be like, oh, I got to go back to the Nas album. Woofy woo. But that's because I've been on the Nas, man. I, I pull up Freddie Gibbs here and there. I pull up... I don't pull up Sean. So I don't feel bad about the the real the real I gave Sean. I'm not pulling up Vic Mensa. I'm not, you know, that's what I mean when I say all of the factors of this album. Not only is it good music, it's good, great rap and great features and great beat selection, but I feel like the replay value, this will be a cult classic, whether or not it goes on to sell whatever the fuck it's supposed to sell. This is one you of those. Give it albums. a 10 because Absol's on here. <laughs> that's it was actually Rhapsody. Rhapsody puts me over the, uh, the the nine mark. Um, no, I really I'm on. I'm being real honest about my feelings. But with this album, it's not something that I'm gonna leave on the shelf. I already feel myself being attached to it. Well, you and, downloaded it, right? Um, I, I don't not <laughs> on my on my Apple shelf and shit. I just oh, okay. I just um I fuck with it. Heavy, 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 heavy. And I think um nothing. 
you know, there are songs on, on, on King's Disease and the other shit that I reviewed where it's like, oh, I didn't learn, I didn't like this song. I, or there's like one song, the To the Wars one with, with King's Disease, I was like, oh, I don't like that. This can't be perfect because I don't like, there's nothing on here I don't like. There's not one, I don't, I don't, there's not one song on here that's bad to me. Not one fucking song. So, yeah, this is my first, this is my first 10. Y'all want, y'all wanted to see what it sound like? This the one. This is the one for me. So, congratulations. Next, next week, we will be reviewing, um, Burden of, uh, hold on, wait. Let me go, let me just get the, get the goddamn shit right. Cause this is Birds another. Birds the Trap? Sings Brian McKnight and shit. <laughs> oh, next week we will be reviewing Burden of Proof by Benny the Butcher out of the Griselda camp. And so that's another one I gotta, I have to find time to put the Reason album down so I can listen to this motherfucker album. So, there we go. That's the music for this week, you guys. A 10. <laughs> T.S. Hurt. I knew it. I knew it, bro. I was li- I'm listening to this shit. I'm like, ooh, this shit's so fucking raw. And I'm like, let me give it, I'm like, let me give it a mm. nine. And you know what's funny? I was gonna give it a nine just so y'all feelings wasn't hurt. And I was like, nah, fuck that, bro. I love this shit. And I was mm. like, and here it goes. Here it goes. This is the one. This is the one that got the first 10. I think this album, there's no, there, it's not lacking. There's nothing that makes me think. I think that- this is, he did that for all the times that you've gotten him. No, for real. Yep. No, for he, real. He didn't got everybody. <laughs> so, he, except I, for he don't got no reason to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now it's time for Russell Prosity. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm just used to you going to church or something. Mm. See Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> How's, how's he doing, by the way? All right. <laughs> I'll be home He's again. doing good. He's doing well. Perfect. Perfect. Like that album? Like a 10 out of 10? <laughs> 10 out of 10. A little holy, but he's good. Get out of here. Okay. <laughs> 9.99999. All right, right. Okay. Um, uh, a little holy. All right. Uh, so uh, first, um, as I stated last week, I want to get back into the whole shout out thing because uh, we did it for a while and then kind of stopped doing it. Um, so I definitely want to um, pick two um, businesses that um, I vouch for. Um, one of them Kmart. being the, the classic shop, <laughs> <laughs> um, which classic wearing clothing. You might have seen um even some celebrities wearing it, um, which is super dope because um, they're locally based here uh, in Milwaukee. Um, people like Charlemagne the God and his crew, and um, I think even Eric Bardu has um, a classic shop a sweatshirt and T-shirt. So super dope. Um, support them. You can find them online at classicshop.com or on Facebook. Um, and they actually have a store uh, here in the Sherman Phoenix Plaza. Um, that you can purchase things in person. Um, also, um, Manhattan Mocha, uh, which is a great Black-owned uh, business. Um, they're known for mostly their coffee, which is uh, quite phenomenal if you like coffee. Um, but they have some great um, entrees and some great dishes that you can try out. And like I said, it's Black-owned. Um, it's over here on, I believe it's 76 and Good Hope. Good Hope and Mill Road. I can't remember uh, exactly, but if you look them up online, um, they do deliver as well, and it's just a great business to invest to. All right. Um, so today I wanted <laughs> to talk about <laughs> emotions a little bit. Um, man, Ooh, no. emotions are uh, <laughs> <laughs> they can be a bit much, yo. 
Julio. I, I don't know what's in Cody's new crib, but I, I love his place. <laughs> Genie <laughs> <laughs> uh, Christian devices. Um, but why, why I give my time to all my greatest vices? Um, that's a great quote that I, I really liked and pulled from the album. Mm-hmm. That was like really sparked my um, my thought process on here. Um, as I said before, you know, emotions can be a bit much. Um, I'm still learning how to temper mine, and I gotta say, sometimes, you know. Your boy gets lost in his and, and acts rashly. Uh, I do strive to be cool, chill, pretty tw- uh, tranquil. Uh, but some things I can really let fall to the side and keep it moving. But, man, some of the matters of the heart really shake the foundations, and I literally, like, feel it in my body. Um, there were times during the week that, I, you know, I, I, I felt pretty smooth about how I handled things and that tried to distract me or get me riled up or get me to feel in some type of way. Um, but sometimes soon after, I really felt like a wave of weakness come over me, you know, uh, like I was just drained um, from dealing with that, even though I thought I handled it pretty well and it, it didn't show any outside um, um, results or consequences um, based on how I, 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 I handled it. Um, and then sometimes I even had to take a break from everything and focus on other things or simply sleep, um, just to, um, kind of get that feeling of weakness off me. Um, and it made me like really refocus on a lot of stuff, like, like what I was eating both, you know, food wise, as well as, um, mentally and a lot of bullshit has been a staple in my diet. So why do I give all my time to my greatest vices? Um, leveraging those, leveraging those things that make me feel good food wise and realizing that decision is adding to my body's stress and strain, um, and even the mental, um, strain, um, which is something I've just learned this week, um, how your body's, um, stress affects your mental capacities or mental, uh, faculties, um, that the more you treat your body terribly, the more your brain has to work and the less brain power that you seem to have because of how your body is doing. Um, and on top of that, mental fatigue from, say, work, school, and everything else I have to deal with, and everything that I need to and I'm not dealing with. And it's a lot. <laughs> it's a whole lot, G. Um, the unspoken things that need to be said, the spoken things that don't deserve the air they escape on, and still trying to be a decent human being in the process. Being mindful that there are others in the same position or even worse, so that you feel as if you don't f- deserve to feel the way you do a comparison. Um, Is this a pre-written spoken word that you're doing? <laughs> yeah, some of it is. A lot of it comes off the top, but yeah, some of it is, is notes I've written down. Yeah, well, not trying to be funny, but it sounds beautiful. <laughs> 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 How would you say it if you were trying to be funny? (laughs) Well, uh, uh, um, but I mean, you know, 
Uh, we all have, and I know you're gonna hate this word, T, uh, T.S. Uh, our different cycles that we go oh, through. So <laughs> from you know, some some people feeling depression, uh, feelings of frustration, sadness, loneliness, which is a little different from being alone, and and you really have to kind of gauge the difference in that. Some people can't see the difference of loneliness and being alone. Um, aimlessness, uh, fear, apprehension. And the melting pot of the negative emotions and self-talk that we do to to ourselves, uh, to the point where things can become too much. So yeah, that was what I was thinking about this week regarding emotion. So, what do you do when it becomes too much? How do you get over that? How do you get out of the suffering mindset and backers to a point where healing can be? Uh, <laughs> You possibly could, because you know you're not yourself. <laughs> right. Uh, oh no, wait. You said diet and mental. Got it. Never mind. Don't eat a Snickers. <laughs> eat a orange. <laughs> eat an orange. Or an apple. Or an apple, but <laughs> can't be compared <laughs> <laughs> to a Snickers. I mean, yeah. You know, how do you get out of the suffering mindset? You know, uh, well, when, when I say suffering, I'm you know, I mean it's agonizing over something that can or cannot be fixed. Um, I believe the, the phrase goes, if it's something that you can't. Uh, fix or take care of, why worry about it? Because it's going to happen anyway. And if it's something that you can uh, change or fix, why worry about it? Just make those changes. Um, a lot of people seem to be stuck in the middle where they're just suffering and they're not realizing that either they can't do anything about the actual thing, but they can change their mindset about it, or they can actually make changes so that they can get out of that suffering um, mindset and period. Well, if you're asking us, what do we do? Yeah. Um, Eat a Snickers? What I do, what I have been doing um, since the creation of this pod, honestly, has been just vibing with you guys. If something seems too heavy to carry on my own, because, of course, I'm going to do my best to carry it on my own for as long as possible, assuming that eventually it will work itself out. Definitely. It's so healthy. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it, it just makes me stronger is all it does, supposedly. Whatever <laughs> but, doesn't kill you makes you more stressed out. <laughs> if I can't Whatever handle it. kill you is killing you slowly. Right. Well, so I mean, softly. technically we're all dying slow anyhow. Uh, uh, well, yeah. Way to make but, it dark, T.S. <laughs> yeah, no no worries. I got you. Um, right, for sure. Take, <laughs> give your sunglasses on again inside. <laughs> I try... Go to the rose-colored ones. <laughs> I try to talk to you guys when stuff gets too heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, this pod has been an awesome um, forum for that. Uh, I may not share super personal things while we're recording, but this friend group in general has always been an awesome forum for me to just talk. And that helps relieve stress and things like that, I guess. For me. Yeah. I think for all of us. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree there, too. Um, I definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely um, use you guys um, and the vibes that I get from you guys to make shit make sense when it's not, you know? So I definitely feel TS on that one. <clears throat> yeah. I think, we, you know, we, we all come from a, a place of logic most of the times. Um, logic and, and intuition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, intuition kind of goes more on the the, the feeling side, the the emotion side. So that's, that's for why women. We always that's say for women. That <laughs> women have great intuition because they kind of live in their feelings. Not saying that they <laughs> always ruled by them. Yeah. But, um, they do come to terms with emotions. Uh, sometimes a little better than us. That, um, that is true. That is that is that is true. One one good thing about the <clears throat> intuition in TS, I wish you could see my hands right now. One good thing about <laughs> when, you can totally put your video camera on. Um, I'm to go to this church. <laughs> <laughs> um, one good thing about that is that women actually can help you through these moments, through these times, because they help you to, at least for me, talk about shit that I usually be like, nah, I'm just going to... Just gonna fucking put it in the in the tank somewhere and be angry about it for the rest of life. And... Let's let's say good women do that because there are some women who. <laughs> uh, no, hey, no, hey, let's. In all, hey, in all yeah. real, yeah, <laughs> in all realness, good women do that because some women um, invite you into the trap of um, allowing your emotion to run free, and then they crucify you for it later. And they make um, you believe that you are the problem. Yeah. Yeah. They do that. Um, they also can add to your negative self-talk, and you can honestly see that um, your negative self-talk takes on a similar vibe and cadence to their voice, um, depending on how negative they can be in the relationship. Um, from personal experience, um, a few relationships back, um, there were times where... I was trying to give it my best. And um, I do the same thing in relationships where I actually try to listen <laughs> and try to make behaviors change that are detrimental to the relationship. So if I'm telling you, this, 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 and this is not da 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 da, we can talk about it. And honestly, if I don't feel the same way, then I'm going to try to incorporate something else to see if that will add um, value to the relationship um, and strengthen the relationship or um, I will give it a try and if it doesn't then well, we'll have to figure out something else or we have to go our separate ways um, there are many times where we do cause our own suffering um, whether it's by opening up to people who we shouldn't open up to like I said giving um, life and air to words who don't deserve it um, or we withhold things from the people who are actually trying to be of help and support to us. And that can be from past traumas um, in which there goes out that suffering word again, um, because we suffer due to the past because um, what happened, we wish we could change or alter, or we are still stuck on the effects of what happened and they continue to affect us in our present. Or we suffer out future and trying to ensure things go the way we desire them to go when we actually have no direct control over those things. And I had a conversation um, with a high school buddy of mine regarding the future because he was like, you know, but you can plan, you can plan and you can put things in motion. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, your plan is in the present. It does not affect the future. Even when it comes to those things that come from the future, it still all happens in the present. So you're still only affecting the present. You can't directly um, affect the future. Yes, it's set up for the future when those things become present, but you can't focus that much on the future like that. Also, you, you want to plan. put things in place. Go ahead. I was just going to say, you can plan all you want, but you don't 
like it's not going to go according to your plan. Things are going to change. It's just like a good blueprint layout to base things off of. Like, right. You still got to adapt to right. things in the future. Right. Right. And all that happens in the present. So if you're still stuck yeah. on focusing on the future, you may miss the opportunities and the uh, adaption period and flexibility period in the present that will make those plans come to fruition the best they can. Um, and he was just really stuck on, but no, you can, you can do this. And we had a good conversation about it. Um, and we, I think we both came back with something that was um, different than what we thought previously. Um, like, even though the plan may be, bad or may not be as perfect as we want it to be a bad plan is better than no plan um wandering around aimlessly uh quote unquote in no man's land um will get you hurt <laughs> it, it, go with the flow go with the flow i believe you, you still have some type of ability to be present because going with the flow means you're you're in the present you're not just letting things sweep you along um you're, you're kind in the present, of but you don't really have a see, plan you're just going with it but the plan is to see what happens next i don't think you have a choice if that's a plan or not a plan you're still gonna see what happens next but, but we were talking about adaptability so you can still see what happens next and then make your move there because going with the flow doesn't mean just willy-nilly just <laughs> I'm wondering if I just got myself. I'm I'm confused. <laughs> you did this to yourself, Cody. Well, no. I mean, because I feel like I'm a fairly flow oriented person. Um, when things pop up, I adapt and then make decisions to on where to go. Um, I don't necessarily have a plan all the time um, because I procrastinate and plans don't really work for me. Um, so usually I'm in a in a go with the flow type of state, but even then you still have to have some direction and some um, semblance of where you want to go. Um, because if you don't and you just go with the flow, you will find yourself in a place that you really didn't want to go. You know what I mean? The current. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're going against the current, then you're not really going with the flow. It's, right. it's circles and cycles all over again. Right. Um, <laughs> It is. It is. With them triangles. <laughs> that's yeah, that's that's your geometry. <laughs> I gotta um, meditate on that one. Yeah. Um, but a few ideas kind of were proposed. You know, me and my my YouTube journeys um, uh, regarding on how do we kind of get out of this suffering mindset. Um, the main one that was like on every video, no matter which video I, I saw or any post that I, I read online was refocus, 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 refocus. Um, and it was interesting because one of them said that, you know, emotions, emotions focus on the what I feel this way because I feel like this due to this. When this happened, it made me feel, and it always focuses on the what. And then the refocus pushes us to remember the why. So my job made me upset because of this and that, but why am I at this job? I'm at this job for, um, if, I'm, if I'm working for someone else, it's usually to do what I'm instructed to do and get that job completed. If it's a self-employment type of position, it's usually I'm working for sustenance or provision, stacking wealth, those type of things. But the refocus usually gets us out of our emotions and back on the purpose that we're, we're there. Um which I thought was interesting because I, I kind of applied it to the podcast. 
but it's like you know um remembering the why like cody because i ain't got nothing better else to do Like, like we all came together because the why is us. Like, why am I doing this? Because you know, it's good to to sit and talk with my friends. You know what I'm saying? And and just shoot the shit and but be talking about things that kind of matter to us. You know what I mean? Music, sports. I don't know about that last piece with um <laughs> stories of the week, but we do come back. Okay, what you got for us this time? Cause some messed up people out here there's some funny people out here and so there's still a point of connection and bonding over those things and then for me it was like you know sharing things that i learned and and bouncing things off of you guys and just sharing knowledge is what i what i I like to do and i think i in that i found my purpose in just being able to share and to uh, enlighten and to learn um it's what i've i've always liked to do um but it also um it also refocuses things so that even though I'm going through all this this week, I can refocus on why do I do this or why am I doing this? What is what is the plan for this? What is the point of doing all this? And it gets me out of the the what and back into the why. Everybody yeah. good on that one? <laughs> Got it. Still following, yeah, for the most part. Okay. <laughs> The second suggestion I found also was interesting was to make the window of suffering smaller. Um, so it's another form of the refocusing um, where you think of a shorter time frame for goal-oriented actions. So it's, instead of you know dealing with something and be like, okay, you know, am I gonna have to deal with this for five years? Okay, that's really long. How about this a year? That's, you know, it feels even longer, especially if you're in 2020 right now. Um, <laughs> right. My know, not that good. <laughs> right. Or where will I be in like six months or a month, all the way down to this to the smallest instance of comfort to find yourself in a present state of mind and working on your next move or your next five moves for your current situation. Um I think this is fairly interesting. Um I forgot which video this was, but the guy was was talking about how he breaks down all his moves into his next five smaller steps. Um, and the focus will be less on what is felt in a moment, but about moving forward in that moment or to a different moment. It, it was very interesting the way um, he broke it down. And I'll, I'll see if I can find that video again and post it in the group. Um, but it really made me think like, if I can break things down into smaller, uh, smaller segments and smaller increments, um, would that make it, easier for me to accomplish things or would it also make me more focused because I now have a direct plan on on the steps I want to take you know what I mean yeah it definitely takes a lot of small plans in between to get the big one accomplished or at least makes it easier Mm -hmm. yeah I mean as school would teach you that you want to graduate from college but you have to take certain classes before you get there and even like in your classes you got to take or even in whatever class you're taking you have tests you have homework you have exams you have a bunch of labs or whatever papers things that lead up to the end of a class and then end, the end of the class leads to another class which eventually leads to graduation but yeah a bunch of little things that will add up to a bigger thing later on and cool. i guess to your point even if the plan is to graduate that's the overall plan, but you're not going to be able to predict 
if uh, you're going to miss class because of life or the teacher's mm-hmm. sick or... So you got to adapt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All comes full cycle. Um, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I think in conjunction of this, taking time to remember the graces or the wins that you've um, achieved also help to pull you out of that negative state. Um, it's hard to be bitter and sad and whatnot when you realize how fortunate you are in other areas. Uh, it may be difficult to some circumstances, especially in this current time, but just one can open the path to many more. Um, once you think about it, you sit down and, and realize how fortunate you are, um, not even in comparison to other people, but in comparison to um, to past memories and experiences <laughs> to animals, <laughs> the vitamins and minerals. <laughs> um, just just getting you out of that negative state, I think, is the, the first step to overcoming that suffering mindset. So why must my time be given to my vices greatly? Um, if you haven't already noticed, I've been slightly tweaking that line as we've been going through. Um, it's, it's been one of my favorites of the album that resonated with me due to how often we, as a people, do this. We give up the right for the feels good. Um, swayed by our emotions and finding ourselves in situations that could drain us, hurt us, push us away from those virtues that we should be pursuing. Um, we often talk a lot about uh, our time and our proper use and our misuse of it and improving those habits that are detrimental to our progression and elevation. So let us continue to strive for self-understanding, um, divine graces, and interrelation, uh, interrelational, excuse me, experiences shared. That's my piece, man. That's dope, dude. Like, I, I guess the way you wrote it out still sounds like it was, uh, <laughs> it was a spoken word type. Right. Thing. Like, oh, like, that shit is deep as fuck, the, man. The whole, the whole, every everything he's was given this like this whole segment I'm listening and it's just like coming off as like listening like to a pastor like preaching just give me a give me the words I'm supposed to you know like that I supposed to, need to be hearing right now. It's like this is a good one. I like this one man. I like this one. Thanks man. Thanks I appreciate good. it. Mm-hmm. All right now let's mess all that good energy up. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucked up story of the week. You, no fucked up story of the week this week. Fantastic. Instead, Oh, There's a fantastic fuck down story. story. Of the week. <laughs> Surprise interview. <laughs> T.S., this is a peculiar flex, but okay, I feel right. it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, so this, this is actually an inspiring story. Um, there's a 12 year old boy who was accepted into Mensa, M E N S A. I don't know what that stands for, but um, some college. Uh, it's a university. It's like a smart um, <laughs> school. It's a smart group. It's like, like it's, honor it's society. Like those who are, yeah, it's kind of like that, but it's for um, oh, it's for people who, who, who um, um, uh, it's kind of like Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's kind of like a nine point nine 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 nine. That is a nine. special school. It's it's like a it's like a round table society for highly intelligent Freemasons. Well, it's the Illuminati. To, trying to figure out <laughs> something like that. Um, so they send you uh, intuition. <laughs> intuition. Flex for They send you. 
they sent you like I noticed I noticed that yo you've been accepted da 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 because I won a reward from them when I was in grade school um, for high aptitude so I bet yeah, you did nah I bet you did that's a group I got a fax from them saying I had low aptitude just a down in case you weren't sure you're done <laughs> There was a fundraiser and it was to go to Cody. No way. Did you frame it, bro? Did you frame it? Yeah, I kept getting a, like a dime a day and I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. They just oh, sent it to me through a fax, like a copy of it. A copy of it. <laughs> because, you know, we have to care for those who aren't as smart as us. Right, exactly. <laughs> Look, well, oh, we did. Well, anyhow, this 12-year-old boy who was accepted into Mensa at the age of three. Uh, no, you said he's 12. He's like, circles, circles 12. are confusing me. <laughs> he, he's, he's 12 now, but he's uh, been in Mensa since he was three. How does Leap years. Uh, he's going to make history <laughs> as the youngest person to study aerospace engineering at Georgia Tech. And, I mean, fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's a... Pretty amazing story of the week. Uh, not that this matters, but I am curious. Is he, <laughs> oh, I know. He's, is what, he ethnicity? Yes, exactly. Okay, I didn't want to be the one to. Yes, you, is, you were the one to basically. I, yeah, I, I just read your mind. Exactly. Good you job. Seemed hesitant and scared. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Is he black? Thank you, company. Okay. <laughs> for, uh, he's Asian. Strength to say that. Yeah, for saving him. Um, he's a. Uh, Another reason why I picked this story is because he's a black kid. Yes! I just speak oh. so loud. <laughs> he is, yeah. Another point for us. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, bitch, yes. Yeah, I definitely thought that was inspiring because in the times we ran, I mean, like Russell was saying in his segment, 2020 has been a ridiculous year. And not just because of COVID, but because of the police violence that's been happening and the protests and every time we turn around it seems like there's something else that's going on yeah. in this one year but <laughs> yeah this this 12 year old boy gets to he just got accepted into college and he's going to be studying aerospace engineering of all things he, he's going into engineering I, I, it's just dope yeah. so shout out to him and his cool. fam his name is caleb anderson i'll uh Khalid? i'll post this to the group my, my birthday's in the summer, so I was young for my grade, you know, some. What? <laughs> Take that, Caleb. I'm smart. <laughs> I'm smart, too, Caleb. <laughs> I'm smart, too. <laughs> I have a car. What are you doing? <laughs> he's going to build one, so I think he's good, man. He's yeah, probably. He's like, my car right, can fly. Exactly. Right, exactly. <laughs> I have a spaceship to Mars. What do you have? I'm smart, Caleb. <laughs> my birthday's in the summer. It's so hot. <laughs> I get ice cream cake for my birthday, Caleb. <laughs> but I don't, because I'm lactose intolerant, but I would like to believe I do. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that. Um, as far as fun facts go, I was going to say fun facts. Roaches are fucking big in Houston, dude. Uh, oh, my. Obviously. <laughs> Maybe you should be there. <laughs> they say I, I oh man. They they tried to prepare me for that saying that uh yeah, everything is bigger in Texas, blah blah blah. Ha, ha yeah, whatever. 
but yeah, the first thing you do, you're in Texas, you run to the bathroom and look down your pants. <laughs> Still the same. It didn't change. This place yeah. is a joke. <laughs> Phony. A bee has five eyelids. There's a fun fact. Wait, what? Awesome. Pork they do? According to Snapple. Porcupines float in water, right? Yeah. They do. <laughs> Yeah, porcupines do float in water, according to Snapple and Cody. All right. Yeah. Crapple. <laughs> Cody. <laughs> that is episode 82 of Not Politically Correct. Um, I am TS, a.k.a. C. Nova. You know, I gotcha. A.k.a. all the other stuff. And you can find me on Twitter at C. Nova KPZ. It's your boy, Real McCoy, a.k.a. Mr. What It Do, a.k.a. Young Splash God. And you can find me on Twitter at Real McCoy, KPZ. Hi, I'm Cody. You can find me in Cedar Acorn everything. That's our retarded uh, company, Cody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cody! Cody. Cody. We, we, we got a whole team on our team. Right. Yay. Cody. <laughs> we have an army. We have a whole. We have a Gino. A Gino. <laughs> Gino Smith played for the Jets. Very bad quarterback. <laughs> There's also a fourth one of us, but he is in deep thought. He left early for the go. barbecue. I'm just waiting on <laughs> y'all. He gets sick of us. This is your time, not mine. Keep your dinner. Uh. <laughs> why, why are you putting your stuff away in your backpack? Did you hear the bell yet? <laughs> the bell is dismissed. He got in the mission. Now he's right. But I got to get to my next class. <laughs> I'm your next class. <laughs> Dog. Ah. I hate them motherfuckers. <laughs> Hurry this shit up. Stupid yeah, bitch. Yeah, I hate them. Yeah. Rest of the birthday. Rest the bar, man. AKA Teddy Wilson. AKA School Wars. AKA Jimmy Volmar. Progenitor. AKA Rest the bus. Please tell me South Park is not Hulu. I need this now. Dude, the summer camps. Damn you, TMZ. It was smack the shit out of dog, and it was crack me up every single time. Okay, bro. boss. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, is... you slapped the fuck up by a retarded kid. That is hilarious. Oh my god, man. Huh, I guess uh, Russ, do you want? Do you oh, want to tell, tell them where you they can find you, man? Uh, nowhere because of this episode. Jesus, no, no um, find me. South Park, Colorado. Snap- <laughs> you can find me. Snapchat is Candy Computer DC again. D I D underscore C P I D I T Y. Okay, and Death Metal is <laughs> what we're going to be reading next week for music. Apparently, I'm going to find you. <laughs> 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 and on that Ooh, note, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, man. <laughs> Gang. <laughs>